Why can't I hear music anymore? Oh, there it is. It's playing. What the fuck? Who thought counting could be cool? There we go. Join Andrew Wolf and Brad Thomas. Our mission make accounting fun. Follow us as we chat with amazing guests every Friday. Are you ready? Woohoo! Woohoo! We're back with some dance moves this week. My sister was actually busting my chops. She was a- she was asking me if I was going to be twerking this Friday night, and I'm like, "Wow, we Is do have Nia Carter Gray, so you never know oh, what could be happening on Friday night." Live. Good point. I'm not <laughs> twerking. That was not part of the job description when you asked me to get involved, Andrew. I know it's it's in there. It's just in the fine print. Yeah. Uh, Whenever you see Nia. And we hear music, there has to be some twerking involved. <laughs> I, I guess I should read the agreement. Yeah. I the, I'm I, pretty I sure no one print. wants to see neither Brad nor I twerk. It's kind of a rare uh, sight, even in, in, you know, at these conferences. And of course, bookkeepers love partying. That's one thing, you know, they love dancing. It's amazing. And the energy level that's there. Then there's Andrew and I, we're on the outside, you know, doing the, the barely moving thing, you know. Hey, we're in. We're trying the to be cool, shuffle, right? The two step high shuffle. school shuffle. We're oh, in the no, so you know that if Brad or and or Andrew and if both of us are there, it's a rare sighting that we've probably had too much to drink <laughs> because uh, it I love the dance floor. Maybe I maybe I suck, but I love the dance floor. I do too. I do too. It's funny because there was a time when you know I hung out at clubs and did all that, but. I used to feel a little bit out of my element, but uh, did, did you guys know that I was once upon a time a raver? <laughs> I think no, I did. Really? Yeah, with the big, story. huge bell pants and everything. Did you have big hair? Really? Uh, big hair. <laughs> I didn't have big hair. I, I actually had back. a short tin tin haircut. Like we're really okay. shaved short. Okay, back, I know back, what you're talking about. Right. Back when I had hair up here, how I missed that. I'm like, back when I had hair, I was shaving it. What am I doing? <laughs> You should have kept it there and glued it back to your head. Yeah. <laughs> so here we are. It's already December 18th. And if you look at the calendar, next week is Christmas Day. I know. The following Friday is New Year's Day. So this is our final, final show of 2020. Which is like a yes and a no, right? Like, thank God 2020. Uh, yeah. Like tw- I am not sad to see it go. No. <laughs> And I was so excited for it. If you look back at posts leading into 2020, we're like, all right, new decade. Yeah. And everyone was all excited and had these grandiose plans. And I know um, January was awesome. I had a great start. I had a really cool client. February wasn't another... too shabby either. It's just March. Yeah. Kind of yeah, kind of just, shit. I was signing up for, for the BC, con- uh, the Vancouver BC conference, getting my Airbnb together, getting stoked, trying to convince Andrew to come. And then all of a sudden uh, March came and all this talk of pandemic <laughs> coronavirus what the hell are they talking about what does it even matter those things don't happen here right did you guys Wasn't stock that- up did you were like i i must admit i was one of those people i went to costco and i was like i still Toilet have paper. i still have pasta and baked beans left no. over from that initial shop we were no, kind I, was or- the one, I didn't think you i was like oh it's only going to be a couple of weeks so like we literally yeah, about I had- three rolls of toilet paper so when it started getting real, I was like, oh, snap, uh, we need some toilet paper. And was then, that you who was taking out that old lady? 
Give me that, that toilet paper. No toilet paper. Like I was literally stalking the Walmart app to find the stores that were stocked with toilet paper. Finally, I see it on the app. I get to the store. They're like nowhere on the shelves. And I was like, it says they have some. They have to have some. So I buttered up one of the guys. I was like, hey, well, uh, you know, I'm just browsing and I'm trying to take a chance here. I have absolutely no role in toilet paper. Like, do you happen to have any in the back? And he's By like, the way, great shirt. But let me go check it out. And he came back with one pack. He was like, I found one for you. <laughs> you know, he well, had your back because he was planning to take that home for himself. <laughs> right. you remember Amazon? Amazon, too, is like, we can only ship essential services. And of course, people are looking there for toilet paper and hand sanitizer. And they and didn't even, have any. And the toilet paper they had was like some toilet paper that had yeah, industrial strength yeah, single ply. Like, uh, <laughs> no. No rose scented toilet paper. No, we're not doing that. Well, that that's when I knew this this thing was a real thing. When all of a sudden my Amazon orders couldn't be shipped next day. Yeah. I was like, what the hell is going on? They were telling you control. had to wait three weeks for, for things. Yeah. And yeah, it was that was bizarre. Um <laughs> yeah, so that was that was March, and all of a sudden <laughs> here we are. Um through through a lot of things. I mean, um, obviously we've been all holed up. We've been using Zoom. The rest of the world kind of caught up to us and uh, right. <laughs> no one's seen anyone. There's been no conferences and 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 all that. It just all, the, the rug was pulled out. But then- But there was that one conference. That oh yeah, there was that one that was that really one. amazing. That was groundbreaking, I gotta say, because I don't think we've ever seen one with as much diversity as that conference ever. Um, and the, the <laughs> quality, I'm not talking about the in-person one that I'm talking oh, okay. about that virtual one, you know, that one. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> so yes, there was that one physical one where a handful of people went and it got, yeah. um, but I'm talking about the most important one. There were, I only remember one conference from this year, Brad, you, I think you know which one I'm talking about. But I mean, I think there was like, there was, you know, parts of this year were definitely shit. But I mean, I think, I think for myself, there was things that came out of it that were positive. I mean, what were the, the three things that you're going to take from 2020 that you're going to make sure are part of 2021? I'd love to hear from, from both of you. Maybe Niall, you can go first. Ladies first. Taking Ladies your first. firm virtual summit is coming back. Nice. Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, I have dates. Yeah. That was it. The that was a superb event. It really was. You, the wedding isn't up yet, but it will be in August nice. again. So it's going to be in August. Pencil it in. That's definitely coming uh, back. Will it be virtual or will it be virtual? In We're going to keep it virtual. Yeah. Um, it's kind of in the name, I guess. You kind yeah, of yeah. Taking it time virtual. Yes, we are definitely encouraging people to go to be able to work online, and it and it does start with the actual event being online right mm -hmm. um i don't know maybe one day we'll take it in person it's kind of kind of cool idea especially if some of the other conferences don't come back because we know we use that as an opportunity to see our friends from all over the globe mm -hmm. uh, so exactly mm -hmm. and um you know i know we've debated this back and forth and uh, I always love Andrew's eternal optimism, except when it comes to going to conferences overseas, but I digress. Um, and I love your enthusiasm for that 
you feel there'll be live conferences in 2021. I sure hope so. I really, with the, with the vaccine getting out there and people are willing to, what, to, it, what does know. it hurt to be optimistic, right? Like, I'm no, just, not I'm at all. Not all at all on positivity no, for 2021. I want you to be right. I okay. really do. There's a, there's a skepticism in me, in me that says it won't be 2021 just because we're going to have all this stuff going to, to get rid of this damn thing. Yeah. And 2022, it's like reset. Let's start again. I think there's already talk that by the summertime, we can get back to something resembling normalcy. Yeah, I'm just not sure you'll see the big indoor events. Maybe we do connect outside. Well, yeah, I think the one problem is also you're going to have is that those big megalithic events like um, QB Connect, it takes so much time and momentum that they may not find out until like, if we're lucky, April, April, May. May. Yeah, And then Two months is not enough time to, to no. organize and put on an event. They start organizing right from the start. In fact, last year, I remember having a conversation with, with Mindy King and in San Jose, uh, first day of the event. And she was already talking about next year. And she, she was explicitly um, clear that they never stop working on that conference. Yeah. Exactly. So, but, but I think what right. we will see is we'll see the smaller like where like like i think this is going to be the time for the community and um some of those smaller shops to have uh those virtual ones like um the accounting salon will probably have theirs back oh, on yeah. in person i would think well just nio should know she's she's one of them i don't think they would know yet because it's 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 too early right this they're starting planning oh uh, yeah i i don't doubt it amanda's all, her wheels are always spinning always yeah. you know she's she's madam organized she likes to yes so is it is it plan plan for the you know hope for the best plan for the worst and sort of like set it up like it's going to be in person and then have a fallback is that kind of the way they're going yeah i think i think that is 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 her idea behind it is to plan for the live event and cross your fingers that everything goes the way it's supposed to go. Yeah. Uh, have a backup plan. Yeah. And you, and, and the thing is when you do accounting salon live, it really is just for the members that have been granted into, into the, into the salon. So there's, it's not huge. So you can totally plan for it. If, if you still have to take certain safety precautions, it's a heck of a lot easier to get everyone together on the same page and say, here's how we're going to do it. And here's the, what we got to do. And of course, yeah, but gonna. the issue is we have some international members. So well, some of, some yeah, of, by, by then you never the know. The borders have been closed and, and travel is I'm convinced that, that borders will begin opening up because I mean, we're talking rollouts of, of this vaccine Q1 with yeah. mass, mass rollouts by the, by the latest. Yeah. Only reason I'm not is just because we don't know the side effects of the so, vaccine. And this is it, this is so interesting. Rush the process. Yeah. So. This is this is a big misconception. So, and this I, I actually know because of having family members in in the industry. So there's this conception that things have been rushed. What was rushed yeah. and gaslit yeah. was the research in trying to find drugs that work. But the testing was not rushed. There was no change, at least. I can't speak to can to the U.S. at all, but in Canada, our guidelines for testing drugs was not uh, fast tracked or expedited in any way, shape, or form. So what was fast tracked was the amount of money that the government dumped yes. at research and the amount of research that went in and how quickly they were able to well, come up with 
potential solutions. But once they had solutions, they had to Yeah, but one thing you have to understand, though, and I just learned this today, so I'm going to geek out a bit, is <laughs> the technology behind the RNAs, the RNAs have, they've been working on them for decades, like 15 years or something. And that's a typical cycle for a vaccine technology. But this one is groundbreaking because it allows them to tweak it for other diseases, other potential vaccines. And if the coronavirus mutates, they just tweak it again and go, okay, now we can handle it. It's really super cool. This is the first time they've really done it widespread, but they felt comfortable because they'd done so much work in this area. And as luck would have it, science worked great. So, so okay. the Pfizer and the Moderna virus are viruses. I always say that is the stupid V word vaccines. Um, <laughs> They're, they're really cool both All of right, them so i'm gonna wait for you guys to get it i'll, I'll be first i'll be first oh i, I yeah, would I go will. today if i could so all my my scientist friends say third batch never the first or the second <laughs> okay well i, well, I don't we, think we, that we will not have we, will, we can't get the first batch we will have no, no choice at all i'm gonna probably of, have to wait a few months but yeah we, like pfizer has be been approved pfizer has been approved our government's also up here in canada is also looking at the Moderna and Moderna, but apparently they have options on all kinds of them. Like there yeah. was a, a, a story that came out the other day that we actually have more vaccines per capita um, coming our way than any country in the world. And once we get our country vaccinated, if we have excess, we're going to donate it to the third world for to countries that might not have the budget to get it. This is I thought that was Canada, cool. Cause Canada is so freaking nice. Look at that. <laughs> We yeah. are nice sometimes. Usually, yeah. usually. sometimes as a country, I like we, we will not be donating it to our big brother to the south, though. That's for yeah. sure. Well, <laughs> yeah, but it's um, you know, I was I was happy to hear that because I don't mind the concept behind it. I the peace of mind of knowing that we're on our way back, and that they this has happened. Polio. I mean, you see these old black and white videos of people lining up. They used to administered by sugar cube did you guys know that mm -hmm. no, i didn't but let's, yeah. not, let's not geek out too much on the vaccine because we could literally probably spend the whole episode on that well what, so what obviously you, that you, you want to take from 2020 into 2021 well obviously i, I don't want to take the 100 pounds that i that i left behind yeah we're leaving that behind definitely you want to take I mean, this new health kick into 2020 well 2021 I don't even think of it as a health kick. I think of it kind of as a permanent life lifestyle change. change. It's, it's a new yeah. relationship with food. Like, That's the way I'm describing it. Okay. The, the other day I had to go out and get rid of all the old fat bastard clothes. And I still got lots around, <laughs> but I had so many. And I get, I get to the clothes bin to dump these things in and they only take smaller size bags. I got oh, bigger no. ones. So I'm trying to break these things Shove down. It oh, it was terrible. I was like, oh, this is embarrassing. So I have to kind of rebag some, but no, it's, I just, um, I feel it's, it's shaping me in other areas too. Um, so I'm hoping it'll carry over in lots of different areas. It's about taking back control, right? Yeah, in a time when I, we have no control, taking control over your life. And that, I mean, I hate to admit it because my sister's always said, oh, when you start taking care of yourself, it's going to change your mindset. I'm like, ah, bullshit. I just give me a cookie. Right? But, <laughs> well, yeah. but they're, they're, they are right. I mean, I'm noticing it myself. Um, that, and I hate to admit this and I'd hate to be that guy that's getting up on, on and preaching about it. Cause I hate it when it happened to me. So maybe I won't, but I am <laughs> finding differences that 
in my life. I'm finding, I feel better, more focused on my business. Yeah. Um, and wow. the things that I personally want to take out of 2020 um, into 2021 is like this slowing down. Oh, yeah. Taking I haven't done that yet. So yeah, I, I mean, it's, it's in 2021. I don't think it's in your DNA. No, I don't yeah, it's, it's not it's right no, now. I'm hustling. It's, it's hard. Like, and it's, I mean, maybe it's not for everybody, but for me, it's, it was something that was a really important step um, because I found for me, I was always wanting to go, 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 go. And I was really bad at, and you're probably, I think, uh, Niall, you're, you're good at, at organization. So your go, go, go starts with organization. My go, go, go is just go and do. Oh, right? no. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. And I so for my, slowing my, down for me yeah. means more planning, more doing stuff that I think is innate in, in your nature. That's not natural to me. Okay. Like planning is not I'm, like I'm the same doing way. is natural to me. <laughs> Thinking. My, my, oh. Look, these two, that orange book and the one right beside it, those are my calendars. So the, the white one is the 2021 calendar. And the orange is the 2020. So, so I'm already between. You're already planned for 2021. Yeah. Uh, and Andrew, my, my digital calendar, man, I, I can tell you what's going on in August of next year. <laughs> my, so my dad do you have called, really neat penmanship, Niall? Hmm? Do you have neat can penmanship? No, my pe I hate my penmanship. It's terrible. I can't even write. When was the last time I actually wrote anything? What? I mean, I we type everything or take a picture of it and, you know. Yeah. I, I, I bet you she's going to show me her I... writing and I'm going to be like, it's like so, beautiful cursive use... writing. Here's the only pencil I have and it's an Apple pencil, <laughs> you know. But... I use, look, I use an Apple pencil too. I have, so this is just to kind of zoom in on some stuff, right? That's my penmanship. So these are notes from a client meeting. I use a digital notebook when I meet with clients and I take notes here on good notes. So I have a question for you with that note thing. Does it convert that to text for you? It can, or you can save this as an image or a PDF. And so what I do is write my own handwriting digitally and then save um, the document as a PDF to the client's CRM right. file. So I have notes and can yeah. see what the heck I recommended. Yeah. I what, what, what are you using for, for document management? I, you know, we had Allison Ball um, on a couple of weeks ago. Lissio. Um, what does it mean again? Lissio. It means delight. And delight. she sold me. I bought the product. I ended up buying oh, the product. Did? Oh, awesome. So, um, that's cool. I, um, you know, I love ShareFile. That's really yeah, what that's, that's what we're using. The CRM that I'm using right now is called Fresh Sales. It's by a company called Freshworks. Um, and it had all of the features that I was looking for at a price point that I liked. But I don't know that I'm going to stick with it long term. It's just working right now. Yeah. Um, it had that whole uh, sync with the email. You can add client notes. You can track deals. What about Zapier? Does it play with Zapier? It does play nicely with there Zapier. There you go. That's yeah. important. Yeah, but, you know, as, as as I continue to grow, and this year is about hiring somebody to take some of the stuff off my plate, I need to be able to not have to go to multiple systems. So I'm, I'm working on looking for or having a tool that's kind of CRM- project management, all kind of bundled in one. So are you, are you good at delegating? Like, are you good to be like, cause I, I kind of feel like you might be a bit of a micromanager cause you'll feel like you have a certain level you got to hit. And if they're not doing that, you're going to want to step in and do it. Am I, am I, so am I yes and no, I do like doing things myself because one, I want to know how it's done Two, I know that you know the quality I you're going to get sell at stuff. 
So I can always figure out where someone's going to struggle and I try to provide resources or training to make it easier. Um, and when I delegate, I tend to go here, do this, here's step one, two, three, four, five, and then walk away. Yeah. And I have to remember that everyone isn't, doesn't catch on as quick. Yeah, as they're me. not thinking the way that you do. And right. what you, what you assume they know, they don't know. Right. And so like my mom works for me now, and I don't know if you've heard the, the little running joke, but she calls me little Chucky because she's like, she doesn't know who she's going to get when she, when she. Oh, you're like the little, the little um, doll. Yeah, that's what she was calling me. She called me Your mom calls you a psycho to... little doll that runs around killing people. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure my dad has called me worse. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah, sure, but, I'm sure I've know, called my... But now as we continue on in the cycle, she's getting much better, much faster. She's learning. Uh, I, I have now understood what kind of notes work best for her to correct things because that's the other thing. I can give it to her to do and she can do it and then mess it up and I'll go fix it. And that's not really helping so it's for me, it's about one, giving it to her timely. So I don't need it yesterday. Yeah. So she has the time to so figure it out. So she has the time to do it. And then when she does do it, and if she makes a mistake, I have to take the time to teach her how to correct it. Yeah. Not and just correct let it. her correct it instead of just going to do it. So. It's always the best way, isn't it? Just teach. Absolutely. Do it. It takes like a lot of patience. Her, of course it does. It <laughs> That's how dele delegation is tough because of it. And we, we have this arrogant attitude that, you know, it comes so natural to us. Why doesn't everyone else think the way we are? Well, and it frustrates me when I'm like, how do you not get it? And like, I, yeah. I, got, I know I have Don't to ever like, say again, that out loud. Down, think it. Hell, <laughs> just think that. But I, I'm just like, how do you not like, how do, you, how do you just not get that? How do you not like, how do I have, why do I have to explain that to you? Well, they didn't get a designation. It's like, probably. you know what? I, you know, I love my mom to death and she's probably going to kill me when I talk about this, but the concept of PayPal baffles her. Like she doesn't understand how PayPal isn't really its own It's thing. like a credit card, only different. But you can't even say that because, you know, money comes into PayPal and then goes right back out. And she's like, but the transactions over here at the bank account but it's over here at PayPal. Like, I don't understand how these two are talking. And I'm, so I had to try to explain to her, like, you have a jar of beans. You move one bean <laughs> from one bucket and put it in the other. You still have the bean. It just moved it, over here. It's moved around. It's called a transfer. And she, yeah, 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 right. But she, yeah. it's just like, she's like, I don't get this PayPal thing. So it's time has, to break out the tea accounts. <laughs> oh, don't do Credits that. And credits. Oh, let's put me to sleep, man. Don't do that. <laughs> This, but that's the other thing too she learned different than i did so you know mm -hmm. you and i learned on t accounts mm -hmm. she knows bank feed if it's not in the bank yeah. feed it didn't happen and i'm like you have to understand that transactions don't always come through the bank feed sometimes you have to manually oh. yeah yeah so you know it's it's just all those little little nuances we we weren't fortunate enough to get mm -hmm. to, to get the bank feed from the star we had to write stuff and calculate stuff in the green ledger paper oh well, i remember the day i do i also remember like the first time i learned about t accounts and like how baffling it was to me and like like trying to i i think back to like business 101 which is i think the, the first time i touched t accounts i didn't even really touch it i didn't take accounting in high school or anything like that so the first oh, time i, I touched it was in university and I, <laughs> to be honest i was baffled and i didn't understand how 
why it was backwards for assets versus liabilities. Yeah. And like, how are you supposed yeah. to know? Like if it's, wait a minute, if it's, what do you mean? It has to be two sided. It's, it's backwards. What the Everything hell? goes through the bank them. account. Yeah. Everything goes through the bank account, right? Yeah, That's okay. what every, yeah. Did, did you guys have to do, we, they called them up here when I was at university introductory accounting sort of thing. Um, they called it a practice set. And it was like this package in a big envelope and it had all these things in it little pieces of ledger paper and some backstory and you had to do journal oh, yeah. entries and close them out and so yeah, yeah those things and I do everything by years, hand i had a two years of accounting in high school and we did everything by hand so mm -hmm. you it's know the only way to we, really we learn it packets with the green ledger paper and it was we, when you wrote out your financial statements, your uh, statement name had to be correct. Yeah, Senator everything. Paper. You had to the date it correctly. But there's something about that, right? And 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 yeah. who is it who's uh, who's doing it up here in Canada? Who's bringing back that like old school training? Oh, Diane. Diane Mueller. That's right. Yeah. Diane Mueller is bringing back the She's old getting into school. The, the like, accounting let's, let's go back to T accounts again, yeah. and let's because the problem is, like you said, is so many people in our profession. They were literally learned how to do bookkeeping off of on the books online. Yeah. You do it all from the bank account and couldn't comprehend right. what a debit and a credit is. Yeah. Yeah. And everything's and there's done something for to be you. said about that for sure. Yeah. Um, oh, I, I agree. Because accounting, bookkeeping is a subset of accounting. You know, when people say, well, what's the difference? It's like, well, bookkeeping is a part of accounting. I thought and the difference was you could charge more as an accountant. Yeah, I hate that we 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 separate them because really yeah, bookkeeping part is, and parcel. Right, bookkeeping oh, yeah. is after the fact, accounting yeah. is during. So really, what it is, it, the difference between bookkeeping and accounting, in my opinion, is just the analytics around the data. So bookkeepers enter, and typically it's after the fact. Accountants enter, and then analyze. So make some decisions from the data that's been entered they are they work hand in hand we are partners in this thing well, so you know when we say bookkeepers versus accountants it's like no we're all accounting professionals all part of the same the, the future is that's all one right and i do actually love that this is becoming blended um because as we're starting to see all the technology finally merge which was so stupid that you had to like take it out of one thing put it into another and then put it into another like i love that that's becoming simplified and automated even if that does mean my job goes away down the road which your you know, job will we, never go away no, no well that's the thing is there's still the, the knowledge job, out there. my job is not is not um you know accounting my job is helping small business owners yes um with something that they hate to deal with which is their finances right yeah. or the and, thing they shouldn't deal with see that's the other distinction i try to make when i talk to my customers and clients i say this is not your zone of genius. I went to school for this. I've had six, six years, 27 years of experience doing this. This is not your zone of genius. Yeah. Don't waste your and, time. And most money. people hate it. A lot of business owners, they don't like it. It's the part of their business they just dislike a lot. Absolutely. But the them. funny thing is, you and I have such polar opposite uh, takes on this because um, I, I hear you. You're right. Like, it's not like, don't do it. But I also feel like, our, my thing that I'm always going is like, this is something you need to understand. And then you can't just be like, I gave it to my accountant. So it's not yeah, my responsibility. Don't just I don't brush it off. It. I agree. The understanding and doing are two different things. I'm not yeah. saying they shouldn't understand yeah. it. I'm just saying if you're an artist 
and your time is best spent in the studio creating yes. a piece of art. That I agree with. Myth 101, right? Yeah. <laughs> Please you don't know, spend don't, time Gerber. to your yeah. tax return. Like, that is not time well spent. No. And then often what happens with those people is they're like, I hate it. I'm not good at it. So they don't do it. And then yeah, now they got penalties and yeah. you know, it, it, it becomes more costly. It's that but part the, of it. And they the reason I'd say the reason all of this starts off this way is because our introduction to taxes is, is a negative experience with your first paycheck. You get your first job and you're all excited about this paycheck. Where's my money? Where did it all go? Where's my money? It's like, (laughs) it's that negative experience just sticks with you. Nobody teaches us before the job that you're going to get Medicare taken out. Well, how about the opposite? I once worked this summer job um, working at this, it was kind of a lumber yard. My father was part of the management there. I I was sweeping and just doing grunt work. And I guess I signed exemption forms. They don't take taxes off. Oh, yeah. And that, then and when I filed well, my taxes, well, I say, hey, I signed a form. It said I didn't have to pay taxes. I, I deal with freelancers and and, and yeah. uh, IT consultants all the time. And, they, you know, you think about all these Uber drivers who are like, ah, look at all this money I got. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, don't you realize you're going to have to give half of that to the government, you know, a few months later. So you better be setting some of that aside. And they absolutely do yeah. not. Nobody tells them to. Who who taught you to do that? Nobody ever taught you about if I get treated as if I have my own business, how do I handle this business? Yeah. The only thing they drill into us is go to school, go to college and get a good job. Yeah. And yeah. now that narrative is is changing because a lot of people are starting businesses. Yeah, it's, it's no go to one. school and start your own job. Go to school and start yeah. your own job. And nobody's teaching you now how to run the business. They're, you know, you they have entrepreneurship degrees, but who's going to school for, to learn how to be an entrepreneur? Literally, you look at Instagram and say, I can do that. Yeah. I'm an entrepreneur. Well, and it's also scary too, like the, the <laughs> bullshit that's going on on Instagram where people are like pretending like they're like driving around in Lamborghinis and stuff. And it's all <laughs> oh, yeah. bullshit. Yes. Right. And they're like, yeah, just follow me. Subscribe for $10,000 a month and I'll coach you how to make a million dollars. Like, but you were two months ago, you were working in Bata shoes. Like, yeah, right. Yeah. There's everyone's an expert, right? Well, you know what the worst thing is, and just to digress off accounting is, you know, I did a lot of networking here in Calgary before, you know, when we got to hang out with real people and you get these guys come up to you with baby face, there might be 21, 22, and they, they tell you what they do. I'm a life coach. It's like, you haven't even lived yet, dude. I'm, I'm like, you know, I'm twice your age and you're telling me how to live my life. Like you don't but even. I, I think the yeah. one thing is we all still have to be conscious of is not dismissing intelligence no. within you i agree i i totally oh, I, agree because yeah. i've met some of these people I've, I've met some people and i uh, in this space obviously <laughs> I, i've met lots of them and you can see the potential that maybe that won't be their calling but because they're going to start a business around an idea and what they think they can offer they've got that motivation to start a business like that's the person you're going to see five years from now in something completely different than life coaching yeah. yeah, probably marketing expert well, in this area or building websites or something. And also what I mean is those people who aren't going out pretending to be life coaches. Like I, I have two clients um, right now that, that, that were both came from the startup community and they're both like mid to late twenties and they're both brilliant. Like one kid was just, about my sister. Yeah. Like just in the newspaper already for, he's doing a whole, like, 
you know, uh, it's, he, he did this basically this giant rollout of, you know, screens and technology for ordering in restaurants and stuff like that. And like, which is like, we've seen it in McDonald's and stuff like that, but he's like, he bringing that to like everyday restaurants. Um, but like, and he's 25 years old. Like it's, it's groundbreaking. Awesome. And then, then this other girl who's like maybe 26 and literally within six months, she'd raised $3 million Good honor. in venture financing. Like I was That's like, amazing. holy shit. Like, and this is the, like, these are the kids who aren't going out and being like, I'm a coach. I'm going to teach you. They, they're yeah. like, they're getting their feet in. They're learning the technology themselves. And this girl, by the way, this girl who raised $3 million, do you know what she's paying herself in salary? $50,000. Something like that. It was like, I, th- I think it was $600 every two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> so cute. just enough to pay it. the basics, yeah, right? Just like, she's just a startup mentality. Mm-hmm. I yeah, love she's it. being lean and mean and, yeah. and that's cool. That's yeah. super cool. Yeah, it's it's inspiring when you see people like that. And I agree with what you're saying, Andrew, about never discount that. And that's what I love about networking is being around um, really cool entrepreneurs. Like my favorite part of networking is meeting new entrepreneurs and just seeing what makes them tick and just getting to know them better, being part of those communities. And obviously, you know, the, the accounting conferences, we're all entrepreneurs because a lot of bookkeepers are not get and accountants are not going to get up and go to this conference ever. Right. Yeah. They've got their tax returns. They got their work to do. They got their lives to live. Why would I go to this conference and be around all these people? But if you do something like that, you it's a, it's marketing. You're going there. It's business development. Well, forget it's, marketing. it's professional it's, development. It's, it is it's professional. It's IT. Um, research it's right it's marketing furthering your career too because exactly so like the event i put on the the summit i could not have put that event on had i not attended several conferences over the year built relationships with all of the wonderful speakers i invited and then you also understand that they're all about value so that's what you did that day is you had all these people and you offered value a conference isn't just about someone stand up stands up there and goes blah 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 well yeah i mean i've I've never been to a tony (laughs) robbins i've never been to a tony robbins event i've seen tony robinson but i've heard he brings this they bring a road show. He brings a road show of hardcore salespeople along and they're the opening act. Yeah. So you get all these people talking and they're all bushing their wares, apparently. They're but, like, but the oh thing my is, God. That's absolutely true. But I don't think you ever hear anyone walk away from a Tony Robbins going, that was a waste of money. Right. That's He's the messed very up thing. Inspiring. Yeah. yeah. I've seen him speak once live in person. And he was like, it was like, he had like a 15 minute spot at a thing I was in. And he was amazing. The energy that he created in the room, it was, it was amazing. Like he, it literally like it was a tangible, like he tangibly raised the energy in the level to the point where you could feel it. Interesting. And, and he is incredible. And, and, and you're right. I mean, I've heard the same thing that certainly there is a whole bunch of sales that goes into well, that. It's that whole environment. I guess that's where I'd struggle. If that were in fact the case and you know i i've heard that what you just said i would could see myself finding out when he's going to be on and then showing up late because well, here, here. i struggle in a hard sell environment because i i they're like mosquitoes right i'm in a mosquito infested <laughs> jungle when people try and sell to me hard. i, I want to interject and i i want to interrupt for a second because i have this idea in my head that might be 
fucking stupid and I'd love to hear everyone's idea. Okay. Everyone's thoughts on it. Um, but it's that, um, that the fundamental way of, of doing conferences should actually be a hard sell. And, and let me tell you why I think that, because I used to think like you, Brad, I'm like, nothing would drive me crazier than walking into a conference that I'd paid for to hear someone pitch me on a product. And I think that that is wrong. If you pay for a conference, if I pay an entrance fee, you shouldn't be selling me a product when I get there. I think that is wrong. Okay. What I think is okay with it. Yeah. If it's free, I'm okay with it. And this is actually what I'm I'm thinking of. Like, so Brad and I were talking about the idea of putting on uh, a conference maybe, and we will, it will not be in in, in conjunction (laughs) with taking it unless we can partner with you. Um, But the, the idea is this is I want to take the concept and I really want to disrupt the idea of a, a, of a conference, which is this conference has been, the notion we have is you pay and you go and you learn knowledge and, and you get taught how to do something. But my experience in these conferences is very rarely in an hour, can you actually teach someone how to actually do something, right? It's, it's just- I, Information overload and yeah. Well, not even information, in an hour, it's actually information yeah. underload. You, you can't- Good point give someone enough knowledge to actually go and execute within an hour. Very, no, what I meant very, by overload very, is very tiny subset. Here's the idea you, I have. You get a lot, a lot in a conference, an hour here, hour here, hour here. And after a while, it's like, I don't want to learn anymore. That's what I meant by the overload. But yeah, yeah I know what you're saying. You're just getting tidbits and that's what makes it even harder because but, you got to embrace all this stuff. You got to let me get hour. the idea out, Brad. <laughs> so I apologize. I'm excited by it. Um, so the, the idea is, so first of all, the whole point of the conference, it's free. And the whole point of this, the, the conference is for speakers to inspire you. So you want to call it a hard sell or whatever it is. It's to inspire you to move in a direction, whatever that direction might be. So you have a speaker who's an expert in uh, widgets, building widgets. So they have 15 to 18 minutes to hard sell you, to inspire you. Like their, their job is to inspire you in that 50 minutes. It's not to teach you anything. It's to tell you why doing that one thing is going to be life-changing for your business. Ted talk. to do it. But that's, that's, a, what, that's, that's a what we just, like a problem. TED talk format. Right? It's, yeah. it's like a TED talk format, but here's, 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 the, here's the flipper. Okay. So you don't pay to come to the conference, but every one of the speaker sells a multiple hour implementation course that they make money off of. So it becomes- People wanna buy it. Yeah. I've been yeah. to those events. Do they have them? It, it, I yeah, thought I created do. this concept, but um, apparently not. Les Brown, well. Les Brown. The I think the last one I went to, Les Brown was like the headliner. So he was the final. And then you got to see all of these people up to Les Brown. Right. Um, one of the people was an Amazon seller. And he gave his story about how he started off small and then had this multi-million dollar enterprise. And I wound up attending his course afterwards and paying for his software and was thoroughly impressed, but realized quickly, like, I don't really want to sell a bunch of crap on Amazon. But <laughs> he did I, too good a job inspiring you. <laughs> yeah, he did. That uh, and then nice. I saw one, the guy who was uh, talking about stocks and bonds. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to sell stocks. And then realize, uh, all yeah. of this is confusing. I don't have the energy for this right now. But I attended the two-day yeah. workshop afterwards. So, you know, the goal- well, it's learning, right? It doesn't hurt. Day, feeling inspired and uplifted. It's like, you know, listening to Gary Vee, right? Mm-hmm. He gives it to you straight, hard, no chase, a curse word. But what he says is inspiring. 
Yeah. And then at the end of it, he's like, hey, you buy my mentorship program. Yeah, yeah. yeah. $10,000 an hour. Yeah. Well, someone like Jeannie Whitehouse is a good example of that. She she has her own approach. You know, even a nerd can be heard, right? She gets up there and, and tells some jokes. She's got the stand-up background and and she's got courses and she's got all kinds of great consulting opportunities. And, you know, last week um, in the after show with Jeff Cates, we had uh, we had Tanya Hiltz and, um, and Sherry Lee Mathers and they're ta- they're taking coaching from Jeannie Whitehouse. And, and it is she's, just, she's yeah, they can't, they can't say enough about how amazing it is. And that just goes to show you that speaking engagements can, can lead to things like that. You know, lots of people will tell you that. Well, they have but to in this short the way, package. Into it pays you. You can't make money doing that for a living. You have to yeah. be selling something. Yeah, exactly. Because right. you get you you have eyes. Like if you're doing it right, you got hundreds or thousands of people looking at you. Yeah. You got paid the one time to speak, yeah. and then it's like, how can I continue to capture this audience? Because you know, as we get older, you can't. You're not going to be the most relevant speaker. So it's mm-hmm. like. I gotta get all this the flavor of the day. Yeah, like, you get your fifteen minutes and then your time is up, right? Like, yeah. and right. I'm in my fifteen minutes right now. Right yeah, now. I, I'm in like twenty. My my fifteen <laughs> minutes, I think, were up a while ago, but uh, that's okay. You know, it's it's really cool that we've had the opportunity to do these things. It's how we all know each other. Um, we talk about it all the time and gush and gush about how Intuit has created this amazing community. We'll say it again, you know. Um, we've been really fortunate. Now, the accounting software community in general, there's other brands out there that are doing the same thing. But it's been, and and everyone's kind of tribal at times about it, right? People have their <laughs> yeah. brand and they're going to stick with their brand. Sage and the, rocks, go yeah, sage! Go zero, right? <laughs> and, and that's but, so- Okay, wait a minute now. So now, you know, I'm, I'm officially an influencer and right now I am working with Oracle NetSuite. So if you- Nice. The uh, demo <laughs> I did for them the other day, the recording will be live on the website very shortly and I'll share to make sure you can check it out. But as a Oracle, count- Oracle, Oracle. So do they let you do that in your, you, so your business is your, you, yourself and your mom, correct, Niall? Yes. And, and NetSuite allows you to, to um, represent their, their software? The, well, they are asking me to introduce it to the accounting community. They have, oh, cool. uh, they have underserved the accounting community in the past. And so now they are wanting to, uh, they have a new accountants program. And so we need to, to talk because the mid market is where I've been desperately trying to play for several years now. And I, I spent a lot of time in Toronto, um, the very last conference we ever attended last December and with uh, Anna Ambrosese. I hope I said that right. Um, hmm. Did I get that right? I don't know, but I know the name. I just can't. Anna A- Ambrosese. Well, she's a, she's a, um, she's big in the Sage space. She knows a lot of Q- uh, QB stuff as well. Super smart, got a really successful business and she has ties to Sage Intact. And I wanted to know more about Intact because Intact kind of, they were into the cloud accounting long before Intuit or Zero or anyone was, right? I remember when it was around and I was always intrigued. It seemed alien to be able to put an accounting system on the internet. I was like, no one will ever go for that. But, you know, I was thinking there's not many players in that mid-market space. So 
they have an accountants program. That's awesome. I definitely want to learn more offline. I I, I guess we could go on yeah. on that. We'll, tangent, we'll talk but... about it on the after show. And yeah, that's super known cool. Fact. So remember, I don't know if I've told uh, Niall, but I think Brad, I've told you. Uh, my foray or my entrance into the accounting world was as a software developer, and where we wrote yeah. an application which was online accounting back in 1999. That was written in Oracle PLSQL. That that wow. was the, that was the language I learned to to write code in was was in Oracle, which Oracle NetSuite is probably not based on PLSQL, but <laughs> I haven't cool. well, Oracle been, been around. around like they're I graduated from college in nineteen ninety nine. Well, I I well actually I graduated from university in nineteen ninety nine as well. Well, actually nineteen ninety seven. Sorry. Why are we aging ourselves here? Yeah. Oh, I mean, look, this this face here is about forty-ish. Okay. No, black don't crack. Black don't crack. Say it. <laughs> <laughs> look, I was telling my friend the other day. So I love the idea that I'm getting gray hair, and I know that is very uh, unique when it comes to the ladies and the gray hair. But I can't wait. I call them sprinkles. So I have a nice Your sprinkles of wisdom. Sprinkles my little gray sprinkles are coming in. I'm all excited about it. I'm like, yes, I'm finally gonna have, show my wisdom. <laughs> Until you nice. down and you're like, no, not down there. <laughs> well, we're we're shut down here. Well, not shut down completely in Calgary, but they shut down barbershops and and a lot of restrictions. You know, our cases have been on the rise. And yes, right away, it was like I texted the guy who's cut my hair for like all my life, like literally since I was a teenager. Um, and I can text him now and say, do you got any openings? And he's like, yeah. He's like, I've got one tomorrow at this time. And as I look at my calendar, it was the virtual QB Connect, right in the middle of it. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, that's the beauty of being uh, bald. I just have to get the trimmer out. So, so yeah, I'm going to get scruffy. So um, it's probably a, a good thing. We have a, a break in a few weeks. You'll see me um, in, in the new year. It'll, be a bit scruffier we'll be a bit scruffy you won't have time to get a haircut maybe, well, maybe, you, or maybe you'll come like me and just shave it all yeah. off with the trimmer he's not gonna shave that hair he's got those golden locks over there you know yeah. they're always pristine <laughs> and in place yeah but it's funny because if you remember the way like my hair used to just go crazy it's when i when george i said to george like i went months without a cut i was looking really scruffy i got pictures where i look awesome. you know those old wigs that presidents wore like George Washington wig or whatever. <laughs> yeah, the that's what I look like. Yeah, yeah, totally. And I went in there and said, you know, let's try something different. So I guess it's, it's lower maintenance, but I, it's still going to get freaking long because it was getting long. I was ready to get an appointment. So I had to cancel. I said, when do you expect to be back? He said, Oh, maybe a month. I was like, okay. <laughs> First world problems, right? Like yeah. it, it is funny to see people around that you haven't seen in a while and you look out you know, I, I know a lot of people that have grown quite substantial. Yeah, like beards. when Kenji, Kenji grew out his, his goatee mustache and then he cut it. I was like, what are you doing? We yeah. need the stash back, brother. I need yeah. you to introduce me to Kenji because I've actually, yeah. I'm, I, I have never met Kenji. Oh, I love Kenji. He's Thank on you. my, he's on the list. Is Andrew. he on the list? I, I'd yeah. love to meet Kenji if you're listening. I'd love to meet you because I listened to him. I can It might have been the accounting salon. Why when, you think? Oh, accounting. Oh, it might have been taking your firm virtual because he did the CFO training. Did he do? I I might. I I think I missed. Unfortunately, I missed him. Maybe it was there. No, it was earlier than that. I am. Um, but that guy. That kid's a smart, smart 
smart man. Kid. He's not a kid. He's a smart, smart yeah. I pictured smart a little man. boy. Oh, yeah, I, I hear not, you know, I don't know him very well either. He is on our list of future guests, and I do plan to reach out, and Andrew, I'll surprise you one time. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to meeting him. That's a substantial list. Of, that's of my guy right there. You've got to hook me up. you got to hook me up. Yeah, I'd love to meet him. He, he has a YouTube show, too, Drink Why You Think. Oh, I, right up my alley. <laughs> this is kindred spirits here. You're looking you. to get Let's on drink. that show. On. That's ulterior motives. I'm the only Andrew. one drinking here today. I need someone to drink with me. Come on, Kenji. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's. I guess that's one thing. I, I, I just stopped drinking. Um, a lot of people it's been the opposite but it's i just haven't had a desire to drink and it's probably because i have too many there's too many calories in that can even though the white oh, and, oh so one yeah. thing i just found out is um i was i, I was so happy this is like you, you know you know when you're on the noom diet when you, i found out i was miscalculating my calories per beer <laughs> and you were <laughs> was, under you were depriving yourselves of i was beer. depriving myself of calories oh and I Andrew, found out tonight that they were only 148 a, a can and i was calculating them at 200 a can i was like yes i can well, have more beer. Okay, 52 many, free calories but how many servings in that one can because that's well, the issue that is the issue, but I was miscalculating. Was miscalculating. Good I, I miscalculated how many servings in the, in the can. So it was, I like the, to be honest, the new map, uh, but well, I love the concept. The new map sucks shit. For, for calculating calories in that. Yeah. The, the, you'll definitely, you do better with the Under Armour app for sure. But the, um, the, but the psychology and, and, and the way that, yes. like we, we talked about earlier is, yeah. I said that it's a new relationship with food. Yeah. And, and for me, it, it very much is, um, and it's an evolving relationship uh, that, that is changing on a daily basis, but their app has been amazing for helping me. And it's been, where it's been really good is, I guess they've been through this with so many different people that when they were presenting me with the right type of information. They, they force you to go through and do these readings. Okay. Which yeah, I sometimes, sometimes skip. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I sometimes skip, but they, you're supposed to do these readings every supposed to do time. exercises too, right? Yeah. You get the little boxes to fill in. And I used to just type in gibberish. They must just hated me. But, but the thing end. is they seem to present the information that I needed at the moment I needed it. Okay. And I was going through my, like, uh, like when I, I know it's my, weird. It's like they're spying passport. on me some days. They, it's yeah, like they're it was, spying on you because they talk about cheating. The other day, I get this 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 message about right when you're like going outside your budget. Oh. And I, I had been thinking that because I think they were looking at what I was eating. Oh wow, should you really be eating that at eleven forty five at night? Uh, it's, they probably yeah, got AI so, built into it. That's like, and it's been very very helpful for me because I knew. It's yeah, it's it's very much been reinforcing the things I needed to reinforce at the right times. And, and obviously, Noom does not sponsor us, but and, and I'm <laughs> way we should, should reach out. We, we should reach out. I mean, we need get, your help. They'll be there. our first sponsor. Noom <laughs> chat with Andrew <laughs> and Brad. Never mind Friday night with accountants. <laughs> you guys Sorry to bore you guys. Look, this is what you do. You want to you want to get them to pay you some attention. You do a before and an after pick. And then you say, well, Brad's done those all the way along. I tried right. and they just go, Hey, thanks. Thanks for being a Noomer. And that's it. Oh, that's yeah, it. I haven't had a lot of success. Well, actually that's not true. My, my Noom coach actually suggested I submit a video and he actually gave me a link to do it. 
And at the time I wasn't as comfortable with my progress. So I oh. said, yeah, yeah, I'll do it. And then um, he's gone. He got relocated to, to some, someone else. And oh. the new person, she's really nice, but it's like, it's just not the same. And I'm near the end. So it's kind of like, hey, I got this. That's but, so funny yeah. how it, we it can have such to... different experiences on this app because yeah. I have not spoken to my coach once. You know, my, my guy was great. Moral you accountability. You you're pretty self self motivated and self led. Yeah. Brad likes the accountability. Like Brad works well, better. Than I I did yet. Yeah, actually, I'm I'm not very coachable. So. Um, <laughs> Well, apparently you are. You lost over a hundred pounds. So right. No, but Moro didn't have a ton to do with it because he did give me a little tidbit here and there, and he reminded me, "Don't forget this and don't forget that." Because I took a super aggressive stance, like, "Yeah, I've had great cheetah. results." Cheetah speed. Well, I went on cheetah, then I went even faster, and you went faster than cheetah. <laughs> well, yeah, because it only lets you go so That's fast, new, and then new I, I said, "No, you have three speeds: turtle." rabbit or cheetah so that's how fast and then in between but i went too fast and 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 i hit a point like if you look over the last few months you can see it i'm bouncing around like crazy i just read an article about when you when you don't take on enough you actually cause your body to go into survival mode and all that stuff so that's been the challenge lately and and i've only got you know 11 pounds to go to my my destination or wherever i'm I just want to be done with this so I can start living my life. So that's kind of <laughs> the funny thing is, is like, I can't wait till I can eat more and exercise less. I keep saying that, but it's true <laughs> because I understand now all the variables and how to work it. And, and let's you know bring it back to what we do with apps in general. It's just, I've, I've learned how to use Noom and my fitness pal and some other apps like there's Bluetooth enabled scales and all these things. And they're all talking to each other. And the Apple watch is just, love it's it. been, I, I would be so lost without this thing. It gives me so many cool. My rings. Yeah. Uh, Got to close on, your rings. Did they die? I guess I'm aiming it, aiming it at the wrong level. Yeah, I'm close. Oh, now, of course. My exercise ring looks like, Sugar honey iced tea, but that's all right. Yeah. Well, you know, I love looking back though, and and looking back at times when I wasn't so active. And I'm not not too bad. I, I I got more work to do. I got to do some walking after the show. I'm closed. I'm closed. But the thing is, is I'm following one of those stupid challenges where they make you do things every month, and because I get the silly badge. But oh man, no, I Wait, there's badges in them. You can get badges. No, no, in the Apple Watch. Oh, you get challenge monthly challenges. They'll say walk this much if you do this much. I'm like I gotta do it. I gotta get the badge. I haven't won a challenge since February. I have not worked out since February. That's why I I got. I get my I get my badges every month, which is probably why because it's like we want you to walk 25 kilometers a day. Not quite. I have, ign- like, I have ignored. I challenge you. You look at it and you go, oh, that's hard. Okay, I'll get the stupid badge. And then, yeah, I'm, it's, it's is funny. It, is it something you want to change or you're just not concerned? Yes. I just, I just, I like working out with the trainer. And so, yeah. because I haven't been able to go to the gym. Are, are we done yet? Why do we oh, have someone yet. here? Oh, I let, the, I let her in. <laughs> oh, not yet. No. You got a downgrader? That's all right. Donna can hang. <laughs> it's all right. You want me to... Don't worry. It's fine. Sure? Yeah. 
we but on that note we do we're surprise surprise down to five minutes left um so I what yeah i learned something new here <laughs> <laughs> i want to know from from you um what are the things that you want so we we talked a little bit about the things you want to take from 2020 into 2021 but now what do you want to do in 2021 that you haven't done before Ooh. so the thing that was on the the list that got canceled because of COVID, I was um, I was uh, keynoting a speech in Brazil at a that's right yeah I remember that they are called Conta Azul and so I was so disappointed when they got canceled so I am looking forward to that opportunity again so just so you can wear a thong on the beach <laughs> no I'm gonna keynote this. The, I want to keynote, you know, I, I, I like hearing myself talk. I think oh, you're good at it. We d need to see more brown people like me. And so, you know, that is the thing that I am working the hardest towards making sure that I am represented and people who look like me are represented every single step of the way throughout the accounting process, whether it's through software or the actual uh, bookkeeping and accounting and, and um, uh, uh, what do you call them? License designation conferences. Like they need to start recognizing that diversity is super important. It's huge. Absolutely. The we world is changing around you. And so I'm trying to push and usher that in. Well, yeah. we didn't we didn't touch on on the events of the summertime with the the discon the the disruption in the U.S. after um, George Floyd and all, and all that. And I done. I want to for the record, I want to thank you, Niall, for schooling me on what Black Lives Matter really means. You know, it it meant when I went to the to the the big march here in Calgary, I got a lot out of it, and and I look at the world in a whole new way. Um, because of what those changes and it's so important and of course everyone knows me you know I might be Canadian but I follow the U.S. situation closely the the events and the and the um, challenges that have come out of it I think it'll be long lasting it'll still yeah. take a while but there's a lot of positive changes being done you've got a you know you've got a woman of color in the in the White House now as the vice president that and you know, a woman vice president, so double whammy there, South Asian, you know, everything about that is cool. And then I'm looking at the, the future president putting a Native American in as interior secretary and a lot of people of color, Hispanic women, men, you know, people that are good at their jobs and a cross section of society. Yeah. And I think examples like that are super important right now. Um, as I'm not just talking the U.S., but the world needs to look at the, you know, we're, we're people here. It's about freaking time that we, we get off this. People are different because of their religion or their skin color or their gender or their sexuality. And the list goes on. Yeah. Enough is enough. And, and so anyways, I just want to thank you for schooling me on that. It, 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 it made, and I know Andrew was deeply moved by it. And of course we, it was right around the time we got Jade Simmons on and we had some great discussions on that and we've brought it back and that was a big reason why um when, when I, I was looking at who to have on tonight i thought Naya, you were very influential you know and, and andrew thank you for giving me the opportunity to hang out with you every friday night um you know we i think we started in april or may together 
and it's it's been a blast so um thank yeah, you 20, 2020 has been amazing it's been awesome hanging out with you brad and you know i, I think if, if if there was one thing i really do want to make sure that we take into 2021 um is is that this awareness doesn't dissipate and this recognition I agree. it's not just short term um and and i think that Niall, you really have have been a shining light in this yes you know um having a voice and having a voice in a way that wasn't condescending um that was enlightening that was helpful that 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 was was really great for bringing us those of us who who weren't who didn't really understand the issues and are still still learning and understanding right like, yes you know it's it's funny I, i'm going to share with you in the after show a story about um do any of you know Saved by the Bell or watch Saved by the Bell? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I watched some like the new Saved by the Bell. I grew up on Saved by the Bell. I loved it as a kid. I was watching the new one. I'm like, shit, I was doing that. Fuck. <laughs> like, I'm still learning, right? Like I'm still learning about like my how, things that I can do and, and why it's important to make these changes. And I hope that the the world continues the energy we created in 2021 around this fundamental change because it really is important it, it was certainly a wake-up call to me like I, I think i had some inklings of what was going on but i, I didn't really realize how bad it how, how bad it was and right. i will never truly understand what it is like to be to grow up as a person um who's who's discriminated against uh let's call it what it is right, right. um and I'll, I'll never understand or, or or be able to understand that experience um but i'm learning more about what my role has been in that and how I'm still doing things today that are exacerbating that situation, even though I'm very much an advocate for change, I'm still doing things that I don't intend to be fucking stupid and dumbass, but I'm doing them. Right. And I think there was, That's a, why we love you, buddy. Yeah. I, there was a great article that Brad Smith put out and everyone knows, I mean, Brad Smith is my hero. I just think that that guy is an absolute amazing human being. He is. Um, and, and he put out a post, a couple of weeks ago, um, which was about an article that was written um, that someone had written about him. And he's like, you know, what I appreciate about everyone is everyone recognizes that I'm a man of many, many faults, but I strive with the right intent. And I will make many, 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 many mistakes. But all just what I appreciate is that you know that I do it with the best of intentions. And that's sort of me. And you guys know that. I stumble all the time. I roll down escalators. I they fall on my face. I, I screw you, up technology. I say the wrong thing. But it I comes with pray. nothing but love and intent for my community and for my fellow uh, human beings. And, and, you know, one of the things that is so important to me is, is that we embrace everybody of all nationalities, uh, of all genders, of all uh, preferences, of everything. Like everybody is a human being. Everybody has a light and an energy and a soul, and we need to embrace them and bring positive energy into this 2021 future. And I'm looking forward to 2021. I think it's going to be an amazing year. And being Amen, able to go out brother. and hug my friends. Oh, yes is the one thing that I'm looking forward to most about 2021. Come on, Andrew, get your hug on. Yeah. <laughs> on that note, thank you everybody for Merry for Christmas, everyone. On Friday Night Live and hanging out with us. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. We'll Happy see you guys in 2021. Happy Hanukkah, all that good stuff. <laughs>